Okay, okay, okay. Welcome back to TMB Podcast. You know, your boy Fredo two time back. Well, you know, Frederick, you know, Fred, you know. But um, today we're going to talk about something more serious. Because last episode we talked more about us and, you know, well, me in general. You know, I told you a couple stories behind me and stuff like that. But today I want to go into the important importance of taking care of yourself and putting yourself first. From my own experience, I noticed that putting other people before you doesn't always work out the way we plan. Most of us seem to think, oh, if I put my girlfriend, my family in front of me, that shows how much I care about them. But we sometimes lose sight of what actually matters. Me, me in general, I'm like a person, you know, just I'm willing to. What you want to say? I'm willing to give my all, even though I'm not receiving the same thing back. And I'm a big believer, you know, it's supposed to be 100, 100. Everybody giving 100 percent. But at the same time, we both contribute our 50 percent. If you understood what I said, meaning it's a 50 50 deal. I put my I put my time in. You put your time in. And that whole 50, we desire our whole 100 percent. So back to what I was saying, I feel like a lot of people out here, they put everybody before themselves without thinking what do i want what do i want to do or you know just stuff like that but i feel like if we can balance that out i won't say just take all the focus off everything else because i'll be i won't say in some cases you might say it's selfish but other cases it might not be if you need serious help it's more like a okay i need to work on myself real quick but if it's not that severe i feel like you can split the time so then it could be like okay i'll give you 50 i get that person 50 or not even just that i think i said that wrong i give you 50 and i do 50 on myself yeah that's better so um i have a story so me Personally, I I like to give my 100% to families and friends. And sometimes I lose sight of my own health. Like it, in the moment, it feels like you're happy, but you're not really happy. Because you never sat down with yourself and dealt with all the problems that you went through, all the trauma and stuff like that. And most people won't realize it until they hit that point in life where... It's like, dang, I went through so much, and I'm a strong person, and I'm still standing. I'm like, okay. So once you hit that phase, it's like, dang, all of it comes at once. Everything that you went through, it all hits at one time. From my own experience when I was in college, it hit more for me because... I just graduated from high school like a couple months earlier and I was like, dang, do I, my whole high school years, I used to say, oh, these going to be my friends. These going to be 
I ride it out forever. But as soon as I graduated, it was all different. It felt like you was in a room by yourself all of a sudden. When you were in high school, it's more like you at a prom. You got so many people in the room with you, everybody having fun, you know, making memories. But when you graduate, it's just you love. And it's like, dang. And the way I looked at it, I ain't gonna lie, I, I've been sad a long time since then. It's been like almost a whole year. Yeah. No, it's been a whole year in two months. Yeah. But I'm also grateful for that too because that experience of me going to college because it made me realize everything ain't everything isn't always forever. You just gotta make the best of what you got. I made the best of what I had in college because I'm like, dang, people I was talking to in high school, we don't even talk no more. I'm over here sad and stuff. I'm starting to realize that I've been sad this whole time. I've just been masking it, and people believe that I'm happy because. I'm always smiling. But deep down on the inside, that's not what it is. Young boy said, I'm a happy, sad, you know, brother. I'm gonna say that. <laughs> but if you know the um if you know the song where he said that, he said he's a happy, sad, you know what? And I'm like, I felt it with all my heart. I'm like, damn. It's crazy how you can be happy but sad at the same time. You can mask your sadness and your depression up with happiness because you living in the moment. But as soon as you get along with your thoughts, it's the scariest thing ever, especially for men, because most men don't know how to express themselves and you know deal with stuff like that. I was just watching The Breakfast Club, and it was a dude named Jason Williams talking about this. And he was letting people know that most men don't even know how to express themselves. And I was like, dang, that's true. They think they have to pit it, like keep it all on the inside and, you know, just keep on letting it build up. But as as it build up, that's just going to create a bigger outburst of emotions when it does hit. So I'm um, back to the story about me being in college. I was all alone. Like I had to really make new friends, which is something no one actually looks forward to because once you've been around, well, some people do, but in my opinion, once you're around people for so long, it's like, dang, these people like family. You know, you treat them different from everybody. Like you don't look at them, you don't look at them as, you know, these people who just, you know, kicking it with you look at them as oh this my cousin right here this my brother this you know you look at them like that but in college it was like dang the ones I called my family was the same ones who didn't even bother to check up on me I was the ones checking up on everybody so I'm over here in college or whatever, I made some new friends, but of course that wasn't nothing I look forward to because you know I'm like my head. I gave a couple people. I'm not gonna say names, but I gave a couple people my number, and they never, they never got back in touch with me. Like they always said, "Oh, I'm a locket number, and you know they're gonna you're gonna save it," but they never, 
they never um saved it. I not saved it, but they never texted me. They never hit my line. It was actually only two people. I want to say three, but I had to hit him up. But it's three people who I still consider family to this day. It's Ashley. Ashley, hmm, not going to say a last name, <laughs> but my friend Ashley, she like a sister to me. More like a uh, a big sister. And always on me like, oh, man, you got to relax, man, got to relax. Then you got Danny. Uh, we didn't talk for a while, though. We didn't talk. Because, you know, he had went off to the military or whatever. But he was still my boy. And once we got back in touch, we started creating all these ideas and, you know, trying to make some plays. So when we get older, everything be set in motion already. Ain't no work until we 60. We relaxing in our 40s, 50s, 60s, on up. And Jordan, Jordan, that's that's my boy. Even though he be busy, but he be busy, but but those three, I can really say those are my family right there. Like outside of my biological family, they they've been there for me. Well, not well. One of them been there emotionally. The other two just really, really like support. Danny and uh, well, all three of them really support, but one of them, Ashley, she been there like family. But I know I get everybody busy, and that's what most of us have to rely. Everybody can't, you can't get everybody 100% of the time. Well, let me rephrase that you can't have everybody attention 100% of the time because you never know what that next person is doing. You just have to tell yourself, you got to make a mental reminder, oh. This person has a job. He works eight hours a day. That person is over here doing this. That person has a meeting later. That person, you know, you gotta you gotta really take in consideration that. And when you thinking, oh, they don't mess with me because they not texting me. Don't don't think like that. Think of it as why they're doing anything. Let me do my thing. We often get so caught up into thinking about others that we forget about ourselves. And that's why I say we gotta start putting ourselves first. Not in every situation, but you got to at least try to balance it out if it's not no serious, you know, thing going on with you. Because once you put yourself first, it feels like nothing can knock you off your own mountaintop. I feel like once we put ourselves first, we start to move forward. We start to realize how we used to do immature things. Like there's a whole lot of people in high school that... They do stuff in high school because they think it's funny. They think, oh, that's, that's, that's crazy, but that's crazy. They think having more than one female, okay, that's cool, that's cool. But when you get older, it's like, and you get to know yourself, you don't want none of that. You really just want more of a uh, a feeling that it's not even physical. It's more like a spiritual thing, a mental thing. Because once you feel loved on the inside, it's like, no amount of sex or food or intimacy will fill that void. Like, you'll be like, oh, man, that's amazing. You go out to eat with somebody, have a, good, a great time. Ain't the same as having sex with somebody and having a great time. Because when you have sex with somebody, that moment comes and goes. Yeah, it's a, it's a memory to remember. But when you have lunch with somebody, go out somewhere and have a great time, 
you think about it. You savor, you 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 think so much about that moment that it's like, dang, I want to talk to this person even more, and it's not even on no no physical level at this point. It's more like I want to be around you just to be around you. I don't want nothing from you. I just want to be around you, and that's why I say it's a difference because if you're having sex, it's more like, dang, that junk was good. That junk was good. I want some more. I want some more. Most people don't think about how that person feeling though. Because in that moment, you're feeling more of a physical thing. It's more of a physical than mental thing when it comes to having sex with, well, in my personal opinion. I'm not saying that anybody has to take my personal opinion for a fact, but me, if I'm having relations with a person, it's more. Like, okay, uh, 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 okay, relax. That joke was good. I want some more, but I'm tired right now. Okay, I'm going to get it later. It's like that. But when I go out to eat, like when I went out to eat with Ashley, Kaya, and Courtney, all of them are cool people, all of them. Went out to eat with them. I still think about this moment till this day. I remember I had picked Kaya up first, then I picked Ashley up, and, you know, <laughs> Courtney was, you know, she was trying to come along. Well, she wasn't trying to come along, but, you know, nobody wanted her to be left out. Nobody. Like, it was just one of the moments where, like, dang, you can't just leave that person out. You want to have fun, too? All right, you can come with us. And we drove all the way to Juicy Crab. First, we didn't know where we wanted to go, but then we ended up going to Juicy Crab, and... We ate. We, I mean, we barely. We kind of talked, but then again, we didn't. But it was still a a good feeling because I ain't never really went out with friends on a oh let's go have lunch or some type of you know date. Well, not date, but you get what I'm saying. I ain't never did that before, so it, it hit different for me on a uh, a mental level and a spiritual level because they don't they probably don't know it, but that made me feel good on the inside. And it was just a one of the moments. A one of the moments. And I think everybody should experience that with a couple of friends they have or something. Because, I don't know. I don't know. It just, it just people should experience that because it, when once you experience it, you start to look at life differently and you start to make different life choices. And that goes into my second thing I want to bring up. The choices you make, please, people, think about it because whew, man, I can't I can't express this enough. Once you make a decision, it is final. Most people don't think about this. They act out of emotions. They're mad. OK, I got something for you. They said, oh, I can't do this no more. You know, you got to really think about it. You feel emotions in the moment like everybody say they want to be happy but happiness isn't something you feel all the time no one is happy all the time no one from my experience and the people i deal with i have never met a person that's happy all the time ever i don't think i will ever meet a person that's been happy all their life because sometimes life gets the best out of you 
And that's why I said no one can be happy all you know all the time. So once you make life um once you think about your life choices, you'd be like, Okay, I need to be doing this in my twenties rather than doing stuff like partying in my twenties. Because which one is really gonna benefit you? You have no assets, something I'm working on right now, but you have no assets. You have no home, no car, you have no investments, you know, you have nothing. I mean, I know some of the things I, I just named are liabilities, but you have nothing to your name but an apartment, probably, or your name, your birth certificate, and your social security. Okay. Woohoo. Got a couple thousand in your pocket, and you're 30 some years old. There's nothing wrong with that. Let me state that. But it is something wrong with that if you're not trying to make no improvements. Because it's a lot of success stories not even heard of. Even the ones that's heard of. It's so many of them where people were in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. Then they became successful. Completely fine with that. But you have to realize those people became successful because they had a mindset they had a vision they had they wanted something to change for the better you y'all gotta realize that y'all can't just say oh he's a rich he's he's a millionaire he he you know had it all given to him some of these people out here who's rich and you hear about every day did not have everything handed to them i don't know them personally but you have to think about it I can't even say it because I don't even know if that's a statistic. But the way I feel, I have to do my research about this. But most most rich people, just say if your family been rich this whole time. Most kids take the money and just spend it. Right? They take the money and just spend it. That's how some families who are rich end up being poor. Some of, them, some of them take the money, they spend it. While other people who grew up with no money get money and they invest it. And then they grow piece by piece. If you go on going, like if you line up what I'm saying, the life choices made things go different. The people who lose the money, the people who lose the um, rich people who lose the money are the ones that. Don't invest it right. I mean, yeah, it could be something that's bigger than what they did with the money. Like, it's probably the uh, economy might be going down. They decided to do this or that. And they got rid of everything. Oh, I didn't mean to do that. I didn't mean to do that. It will probably one of those situations. Okay. But I'm just talking as it in, like, examples right now. You know what I mean? That ain't got to be true, but, you know. That's how I feel. Life choices, they they make us who we are today. Me, I decided, oh, I'm 19 right now. Uh, let's start a, a podcast. Let's um start a business. Let's get into boxing. And by the way, that is a serious thing right there, that boxing. That is very serious. I'm 
trying to get into it but i don't really know where to start right now if anybody knows just let me know and i could get you know on that call you know in that gym whatever build me a career in the lifestyle because i really think boxing is interesting and not on no um being famous type stuff it's more like a it's more like something i always wanted to do just play sports I could, you know, feel like I still play baseball, but <laughs> we ain't gonna get into that for another episode. But um, yeah, I feel like those are the two main things young people, or not just young people, but everybody should look into. Everybody should start thinking about putting themselves first, taking care of themselves, and making better life decisions. Because, like I said, those three things right there can get you on track. And yeah, it's it's hard once you're on track. There's a lot of temptations and stuff that'll knock you off and stuff like that. But you gotta know, you gotta realize, nothing comes easy. Do you think starting businesses are easy? If that was the case, everybody would be a business owner, a successful one at that fact. Most people, they business go down in the first year because they give up. It's too many obstacles. Too many things dealing with from management to finances all the way to probably logistics. Like it's a lot of things you have to take in, you know, mind. But if you can maneuver your way around the obstacles, life will be much simpler and it'll be more common sense to you. Cause right now I can say there's a lot of people out there who look at life as if it happens it happens if it was meant to be it was meant to be or what's the last thing it's one more thing i can't really remember but they look at it as that they say oh we only live once so why not do it why not try it with that mindset it cons kind of mess you over because it's like you start to think more about dying rather than living. Because you only live once is basically something built, or I think it's something built over you dying one day. Because look at it like this. You only live once. What could that like possibly mean besides you're going to die one day, so you better just try everything while you can. What else could it mean? The way I look at it is, if you only live once, that means I should be trying this and that. And, oh, I got to do this before I die. I got to do it. Yes, it's great to do that. But let's be honest. If you die today, you got to really think about how people are going to look at you, like your family, the ones you love. I mean, yeah, personal opinions don't matter. But most people want to be... That center of attention. Oh, he was a great person. Great personality. You want you want that at your funeral. You want the good pep talks. You want all of that. Like, oh, it's going to be okay. Your dad or your father, your friend, your mother, sister, brother. You know, you want all of that. Talking about some. He was great. Great. Always was there. You want that. You don't want nobody showing up having nothing to say. 
you want to create good memories with the people you love so you can build a life on that that's all life isn't about money because if it was about money rich people would be happy they won't have to complain about that yeah they live better they live comfortable but us as in the bottom well, i won't even say the bottom because some um Middle class people They struggle too With day to day crisis And stuff like that When it comes to money We Have to look at money Not as evil Like as it being evil But look at it as A tool I read that in a book I forgot what book it was But Money is a tool It's not Something you love It's just something You need Which you well, yeah, it's something you need. I was going to change it and say that's just something you want, but you need that, obviously, to, you know, live, you know, your daily lives or whatever. But money isn't the solution to everything. And that's what young people and older people have to realize, too. Money is more like a tool, like I keep saying. It's a tool to help you get from point A to point B. Money don't make you happy. It won't fulfill your... um. Your soul, it won't fulfill none of that. It either brings out your worst, your worst attributes. Well, I'm not going to say attributes, but it brings out your worst, um, your worst side rather than your best side. I said, I said, but, um, yeah, it's just right now, I'm going to just say this for all the people out there listening make sure. That you're getting everything lined up for your future. When everybody want to go out and party, I'm not telling you not to go out and party. Because some people, you know, some people just need that break. They need that vacation. Do it. Don't listen to all these other people saying, oh, don't take a um, don't take a vacation for five years and see where it gets you. Yeah, it might, any, I mean, anything is possible. You could take a break. For, um, you haven't, you can't. You could go a whole five years without taking a break. Or you could go a whole two weeks without taking a break and still be successful. Just, it's all about your mindset and where you at. How you thinking. How you feeling. That's how you put yourself first. You work on yourself. Get your body right. Your mind right. Your soul right. Get right with God or uh, whoever you believe in. And start to make stuff happen. For me. I got to get back into um, my religious phase where, you know, I'm praying to God every night. It was a time where I was doing that. I was trying to wake up every morning, too, and pray. But sometimes when I wake up, I actually forget to pray, which isn't something I like admitting. But I, I'm going to get back into it because, you know, I really believe once you align your soul with your mind and body, everything else after that, it starts to become easier. Cause you get right with God. In my in my situation, I get right with God. I got my head on my shoulders, and I'm in shape. What what can really stop me? Ain't nothing bring me down. Obstacles, okay. God by my side. I'm mentally prepared for this, and my physical body can be torn down day by day, but I'm gonna still be standing strong. So, what can really stop me? I'm consistent. I'm persistent. 
If you heard that, I changed it. I said, I'm consistent and I'm persistent. I'm on it. Like I'm, I want to be great. I want to be successful. I want all of that. So you should be like that too. You should want better for yourself. Don't let nobody talk you out of doing anything you want to do. Just make sure you want to do it. Don't be influenced by social media. None of that. Don't let your family tell you you can't do anything. Because you can do it. You really can. Just put your mind into it. And you can do it. My coach told me I will never play college um, baseball. College. I think he said college sports. I can't remember. I remember the coach, though. The coach. The coach. Now I ain't going to say his name. But... I proved him wrong because I played college um, football. I played sports in college. I mean, I quit after my first semester, of course, but I played. I was there. Division two. And for the old guys out there, we think Division two, three, JUCO, the N, the NAIA. You think those are nothing? Those are starting levels for you building your own. And um, prep academies too. Those are starting. Those are the starting um phases for building your foundation. Don't let nobody tell you, oh, D one the best, D one the best. Don't let them fool you about the UGA scouts. I mean the UGA teams, these Alabama teams. Yeah, they good. They good. But take them boys away from that team one by one. Put them on the starter team. Do they make a difference, or do they still do the same thing when they're going against you know? Other people, okay. Everybody not saying it's people out there in D three, D two, and they way better than one that's in D one. So don't let nobody talk you out of anything. Don't make them make you feel bad, cause you're a champion, man. You have the heart of a champion. You just have to get there. You you gotta want that. You can't let nobody want what you want or tell you what you want. Cause once they tell you what you want. They telling you what you're going to be and what you're going to do. That's not nothing we want. We want to be successful. We want to be our own person. Think for ourselves. And want what we want. That goes back to me saying that social media thing earlier. Don't let social media affect how you play. What you do. The moves you make. Because it's a lot of moves that go on behind closed doors. And it makes people more successful than they already are. And most people would think... Oh, I have to post all my success stories. You don't have to. Post one. That one gonna reach a million, two million, probably three million people out there. And once that it reached them people, that's inspiration. That's motivation. Then now, on a on a mental level, you feeling better, and on a spiritual level, cause you just made other uh, millions of other people days. Or lives better by you telling your success story, making them think they can do the same thing, and that's good. But listen, I know most of y'all might be thinking, "Oh, didn't you just say don't let nobody think for yourself?" I think for them. No, I did say that. But check this out. I said, I said, um, sorry about that. You know, um, somebody was knocking at the door. But yeah, this is different. Once you hear a motivational story. It makes you want to do something and change somebody else's life or lives or life. That's what I'm talking about. Don't, don't, you know, misconstrue what I said. Cause you know, it's I separated them. 
But um, yeah, that was that was pretty much all I want to talk to y'all about today. Um, it was just something that's been on my mind heavily for the past year, and you know I want people to hear because I'm always talking to people about this stuff. But most people, they don't be some people don't be wanting to hear it, and some people need to hear it so they can understand that life, life is. You know, it's complicated, yeah, it's gonna be hard, but once you align the three the three keys in your life, life started to be a roller coaster. It's smoother. You understand when you going into your dark spots. You understand when you're at your peak. You understand that stuff. All of it is smooth. It's not like a stock market chart where it just you shoot up, shoot down real quick. You know, it's not like one of those. Because as soon as you hit that peak and you fall straight down, you feel like you're losing everything. But if you're going over a hump and then you slowly go down, speed up, go up, slow down, go up. You steadily over there feeling this, um, what's the word? You're feeling this feeling that it's really indescribable. Because it's not like one can push into this corner, this dark place. It's not one of those when you're going down. It's more like, Dang, this is happening. How am I going to get out of here? You notice how on the stock market chart, on chart, it hits the bottom and then it dashes back up? Roller coasters don't do that, do they? They smoothly do a curving line, go straight up. And I, I done did the little hand, little gesture, and y'all can't even see me. <laughs> That's crazy, but yeah. Um, just, just think about it like that. And remember, just to summarize what I said, the, the main things, make sure you put yourself first. Make sure your mind, body, and soul is right. If you want me to, you mind, my own, my own order in which I would go. Personally, I would go soul, mind, and then body. And the reason I say that is because um, if you have a good soul, just say um, your spiritual life is what I say with your soul. I kind of combine those two, by the way. Once you get right with God or get right with your um, whoever you believe in or whatever you believe in, it feels like, okay, I understand this now. I understand why life is so hard. For me, God God sends you obstacles to test your faith and everything, right? So, you understand that you know that God is by your side. So, nothing you do and nothing that comes at you will hurt you in a way that it'll take you out for good. You get your mind right, you make better decisions. Better decisions lead to better life. And a better life probably leads to better finances and everything. Honestly. And that also leads to a better lifestyle meaning that you you prepare to get your body right because everybody wants that well i won't say everybody but everybody want to be in shape everybody it's not one person in the world who says oh i'm i'm okay with that i'm okay well, if you come to terms with it but it was a point in life where they wanted that they said oh yeah i want to i want to be that next dwayne johnson I want to be that next Brock Lesnar or John Cena, you know. We're talking about body types now, body types. You know, everybody had them phases. Nobody wanted, no. 
nobody wanted the uh, I don't know how to pit it without sounding like I'm trying to be disrespectful but nobody want to say I want it to be fat or you know uh, have an extra, some extra weight on me nobody ever said that and I salute all the people out there who uh, are currently going through the struggles of losing all the um, weight and you know they grinding every day to lose it I salute y'all and the ones who think it's too hard remember nothing is too hard you got this man you got this for all the ladies and gentlemen out there y'all got this if y'all want I can start you know courses and stuff on it you know easy so we can start working out together it's easy you know not easy I'm not gonna say it's easy because even even if you in shape you have your struggles let me tell you that nothing is easy but it gets easier if you get what I'm saying but yeah just look at it like that and you know we're gonna we're gonna have our conversation our next episode you know sooner or later probably next week same day same time you know I love y'all welcome to TMB um TMB podcast and we're going to catch y'all next week. Don't forget to subscribe. Um, comment below on you know topics y'all want me to go over. And follow me on social media. Um, Twitter. I try to stay off of Instagram. Instagram too crazy. But I'm going to get Instagram back. Instagram at one Fred with two Ds. And Twitter. One Fred with four Ds. And... You can also um, listen to our podcast on uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Apple um, Podcasts, and yeah, you know, we'll see you later. We love y'all, and we'll be back soon.